0: Hi boys and girls. It is week two of the uh, 2019 college football season. Um, uh, those of you who are watching may notice that I am I am perhaps ready for some action. Um, but before yes, we get to are. that, before we get to that, let's say hi to Carla. Hello. Uh, Carla is one half of the Carla and Crappy Show, which I neglected to, to say the title of the show right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Carla and Crappy Show, friends. Thank
0: you. I mean, <laughs> someone jumped in and did that for me because <laughs> I think I remember after eight years, but apparently... Eh, whatever. Apparently not apparently not.
1: We're we um, recovering from the five-day weekend of college football. That's.
0: Ah uh, man, that was awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a cold last weekend, so I didn't. I didn't like finish any of the night games. Um, but it's enough. You know, i could stayed up and watched the first half, and I was like, "Oh, this it's back. Oh, it's this is so this is so great."
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it was. I mean, it was a great weekend. Um. I mean, some of the games were pretty lackluster, and this was, it was weird this year. and we didn't mention this last week on the show, but it was weird for the last, like, what, three years, there have been just some amazing matchups in week one, mm-hmm. and this year, we had some good matchups, um, yeah. but you didn't have the blockbusters. We, we get those this week. Um, yeah, I
0: guess yes, we do. Yes, yeah. we
1: do. So, it was, so it was a little bit, it was, it was good, but it was a little bit underwhelming at times because we, I've gotten so used to the, you know, two top 10 teams playing each other in the first week. Mm-hmm. Um but it was still a good week of college football, and 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 man, as I joked on Twitter for those of you that were following along in our in our Twitter conversation, um, I went to bed on Saturday night saying, "Okay, that was a lot of fun, and I got everything wrong," um, <laughs> which welcome to week one, right? That's uh, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I'm just gonna we're gonna make that a permanent part of the the, the tagline that I say at the end. I think I think. Yeah. Um, because that's that's a if, if we are consistent about one thing, it is it is about being inconsistent. So, <laughs> yeah. um, is there? I mean, obviously there was there was a lot to digest from the weekend. Is there a one thing that stuck out from you from the from the previous weekend?
1: I have two very short statements Three. as my as my one thing. Go. One thing, or first one thing. One A. Um, Jalen Hurts looks really great in a Sooner uniform. Holy cow!
0: Yeah, I, the, the offense looks different, but. Um, no, no less frightening.
1: Yes, exactly. I I mean, I, we were watching that game. We were out, um, ended up being out with friends later, um, watching that game because it was a holiday after all. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I, so we didn't listen to any of that game, but man, every time I looked up, I was just like, you just play after play after play, especially in that first half. I'm like, oof, that's scary. Um, and if you're in the big 12, you've got to be, you know, shaking your head a little bit. Like, what are we going to have to do to finally beat Oklahoma? Um, you know, just when you think you're going to catch a break.
0: Score, yeah. score a bunch. That's, exactly. that's going to be, yeah. my advice is going to be score a bunch.
1: Exactly. Um, and so my second thing, it actually has to do, do with another quarterback, stepping in um, into a tough situation. And I'm going to raise my, uh, I, this is probably weird because I'm raising my glass to somebody who could be my student. Asher O'Hara, what an amazing job up at Michigan um, for middle. Yes.
0: He, yes.
1: Um, and, and I mean, and this is a big deal because, you know, Brent Stockstill was the quarterback at um at at middle for for like five years mm-hmm. um and i think he might even have been six years um but he had a medical thing and he got you know so the a, weird, additional time plan.
0: Wisconsin quarterback time warp where they're there for a whole decade where, <laughs>
1: right Hornybrook's still playing football yes. just not yes. at wisconsin anymore <laughs> um but but yeah so you know so stock still finally and everyone was just like okay well yeah the middle offense is gonna take a step back um Asher O'Hara looks like the real deal. Um, and he held his own. He said after the game that the stage was not too big for him. Um, <laughs> Matt Millen, cheers to him for making it back to the booth. Um, yes. Matt Millen even mentioned at one point during that game that he felt like Asher O'Hara reminded him a little bit of um, McIlwain. Um, which is um and i saw that resemblance um but that's pretty lofty praise coming from somebody who covers the big 10 for a living so um kudos to you ashley o'hara for holding your own and maybe helping helping the blue raiders to a a division title in the conference usa i
0: I thought um a a couple things about o'hara number one his name is really really close to ashley o'hara who's uh, one of my yoga teachers and i was like okay that's that's an interesting thing but I I mean you you had to know if you're watching the start of that game uh as we did and and middle goes up uh after their first after their first possession yeah and you know everyone in that stadium is going oh my god please no please don't let this happen again yep um, and and you know your 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 sense was no it's not it's not going to happen but 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 just sensing the um uh, the shocked and Freudish discomfort uh, yeah. of that moment was uh, was was kind was of fun. fun.
1: And they covered. I, uh, that's a win. Yeah, for middle. I mean,
0: yeah. They I, yeah absolutely, absolutely. They,
1: they did better than uh, Vandy did against Georgia.
0: Okay. I can't complain there. Um, I, I, uh, my one thing I, I, we need to apologize to, uh, to the folks in Northwestern. Um, Number one, the attention we paid to them uh, on the show. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in jinxes or anything like that stuff, but it's, you know, we, we talk them up a lot and then they lose not one, but two quarterbacks. Although a hundred, they have a week off this weekend and they're going to be back um uh for week three and 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 it sounds like hunter's gonna be back and uh lose the top running back um man it makes it tough to to win a game on the road yeah. um and and but the, the the actually the the bigger thing was uh they got the ball back late um with the opportunity to tie the game and my father uh bet kelly uh a nickel that uh that northwestern uh, that Northwestern would score and tie the game and 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 send it to overtime. Um, Kelly took the bet, and it, like as soon as they finished that verbal transaction, uh, was when um, they drilled Northwestern's uh, quarterback and uh, that recovered the fumble for the end zone. And it's like I did. I think you owe Kelly a dollar for that one, actually. <laughs> so, but so I I still look still watch Northwestern. That that's going to be a good football team. They're yeah. always they're consistently good. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald is an excellent coach. Um, it, it, it was a, it was a weird day for them, but, uh, the, I, I still think that's going to be a good football team. And I still think it's one that will contend, uh, for the, uh, for the big 10 West.
1: We also, I had, I was watching, um, Vandy Georgia from, a, from just down the street. Um, cause we, we live on the same street as Vanderbilt stadium. We're just about five miles out. Um, and uh, just about everybody I knew on my social media timelines was at that game, most of them wearing red for Georgia. And um, the one thing that, as I talked to everybody on Sunday morning, when we were, were in church together on Sunday morning, was um, we found something to unite Vandy and Georgia fans.
0: Yeah. Georgia State. Oh, well, yeah, okay. That's... <laughs> they
1: a... were literally high-fiving each other walking into the stadium when they were going to go <laughs> play each other because
0: Tennessee lost. Yeah, that's... um. Sure, I can see that. That's that's a college football, bring bringing people together as yes. it always has, um, <laughs> except except when they hit each other. Um. We do have, uh, and this actually, this game, our first game, is interesting. But and then there are uh, two more on the on the schedule that we're going to talk about uh, that are legit. Like, oh, holy crap, these are these are going to be amazing games. Um, but uh, three games we're going to take a look at for this week, and maybe uh, brief mentions of a couple others, uh, starting at noon on Saturday. A game that I probably should be attending, but I'm not. <laughs> And again, we'll get to that. Uh, this is a Cincinnati at number five, uh, Ohio State. Ohio State is favored by sixteen. Um, I watched bits of, of of Cincinnati beating UCLA last week, but I think that was on Thursday, and yeah. was pretty impressed. So I, I, I mean, I was like, I obviously, I have thoughts about this game. Um, but <laughs> Carla, you go ahead. You, uh, you, you take this one first.
1: So I was at choir practice, so I didn't see much of that game. But I did say last week that I thought Cincinnati could beat UCLA, um, and, and Cincinnati beat UCLA, and actually fairly convincingly. Um, you know, that, that's a nice win for that program. And so you now have a team that's coming in with a bunch of confidence because they just knocked off a national opponent on a national stage, right? I mean, to, to beat a team like with the, the caliber – behind the name of ucla that that's that's a big deal and they've done it two years in a row now so you know this is not something to to it's not a fluke this is a team that can play with the big guys um uh quarterback desmond ritter showed quite a bit of metal um in that game and it's really funny as i was reading some accounts of that game um he actually lost his voice in the first half of that game so they went to the silent snap count for the entire rest of the game because he couldn't audibly call for the football
0: Wow, I did not know. I Which is real?
1: That. I didn't either until I, I was reading game stories. I was like, "That's really fascinating." So that's an interesting twist going into Ohio Stadium, um, where it's gonna be real loud. Um, it, can, and, it
0: can be, yes. And,
1: and some and some of that noise will come from UC fans who have the most obnoxious cheer in all of college sports, but effective <sighs> because it annoys everybody. So kudos to them. Um, and this is a short trip, you know. This is you know, it. You can minutes, almost throw. Almost throw a football between Cincinnati and Columbus. Yes. I mean, really, um, Bearcat defense looked great. they were opportunistic. They held the, they held UCLA, a team that is known for running the football, to 62 yards rushing in that game. Um, really, really impressive stats. And they're going in, and, and you know, you got to love this coaching matchup between Fickle and Day. And you got to wonder if Fickle's standing down there scratching his head, going, "What if?" You know, I, <laughs> you got to think that's running through his head right now. And he's going up there to play with, you know, play against one of his former colleagues yep. um, in, in Ohio Stadium. And statistically, these two teams are even. If you look at what they did last week against their opponents, they both put up 400 yards of offense. They both held their opponents to under 220 yards total offense. Th- that's it looks like it's going to be really interesting. Of course, then you start looking at Ohio State, and you realize, okay, hi, welcome to Columbus, Justin Fields, um, who had a pretty impressive opening um, yes. at, at home. Um, four touchdowns, not too shabby. Um, as Bill Connolly said, 18 of 25 for 234 and four touchdowns. Yeah, that's not too bad. We'll yeah. take that. Yeah. Um, and the defense looked really, really great. But you're playing FAU, too. So you got a bigger test. Um, these are – I love the dynamics in this game. Yeah. Ohio State's going to win this game. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say since he covers – Cause the line is 16 Mm -hmm. and I think Cincinnati can keep this game close. I still think Ohio state wins it by two scores, but like maybe it's a 15 point game or a 13 point game. Like I, I really think Cincinnati can cover in this game on the road. This is a team that's ready to take the next step. Ohio state's going to win. Maybe not without a couple of nail biting moments, but that's where I see Saturday going in, in, in your uh, horseshoe.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, the, the thing, watching, uh, you know, a bit of the of the, of the UC UCLA game uh, last week, I, I was especially impressed uh, with Cincinnati's defense. Um, yeah, really solid unit. Um, and, and and I would I would I would expect that from Luke Fickle. Um, he's been a defensive guy and was a defensive uh, co defensive coordinator uh, under Tressel. Um, uh, you know, and a long time defensive coach under or excuse me under Trestle, co defensive coordinator uh, under Urban. Um, they're not big. Uh, and that's that's gonna be an issue for them later in the game, right? I, I think on Saturday. Uh, but the, the speed is is like is immediately evident. Um collected two picks, two sacks against UCLA and, and really kept that offense, uh the Burns offense off balance for for uh for the bits of the game that I saw. Um the thing you 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 mentioned obviously uh that, that Cincinnati is not um, Cincinnati is not uh, Florida Atlantic. The converse is also true. Ohio State is not UCLA. Um, right. Like UCLA is a, is a you know obviously is a national program, Power Five conference, blah blah blah. But it is not the UCLA that I remember in the in the seventies and the eighties, uh, uh, given Ohio State problems whenever they ran ac- across each other. Um, it is not a team. Um, installing a new offense and waiting on players to begin uh, to to keep up as as Chip Kelly is, is waiting for. We have experienced running backs, experienced receivers, um, ridiculous talent and potential uh, at quarterback and on the offensive line. Um, and, and that and that says nothing of Ohio State's offense uh, 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 versus UC's defense. A few years back, here's the thing: um, a few years back in uh, 2011 specifically, and this is, here's the irony. Irony alert: When uh, Ohio State and interim head coach Luke Fickle were struggling through a rough season, our friends down in Cincinnati beat Pitt in the last season, uh, last game of the season, to win the Big East title. Um, and uh, obviously, they were they were excited about this as Ohio State was struggling. Um, and there were shirts printed that said they were champions of the state of Ohio. And it was cute. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Um, and that's and that's. And it's, it, that was in 2011 and not in 2019. So Ohio State wins i I actually think Ohio State will cover this um, I, because I, I think of the just the, the physical differences here um, and I, I think a, a, a strong running attack in the second half um, that's gonna that's gonna uh, wear down the bearcats and, and and make the difference here. So Ohio state wins? No state championship for you, Bearcats, this year. We're sorry to sorry to sorry about that. Um <laughs> next up, next up, at 3:30 on Saturday, number 12 Texas AM visits number one Clemson. Clemson is favored by 17 and a half. This was a really good game last year, albeit uh in college station. Carla, what do you think?
1: Yeah, and that's and that's a big thing. Um there, there's two two big things in this in this game. Um, one of which is that it's it's in Death Valley, um, which makes a huge difference. Now, although I'm going to couch that a little bit because it is an afternoon game, it's not Death Valley at dark, right. um, which changes the atmosphere of the game a little bit. Um, and the other thing is 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 that um, Texas A&M's defense was a, a you know an upperclassman unit um they've had to replace a lot of a lot of players this year on defense and there were actually some some questions in the secondary heading into the season uh, which is not exactly what you want to hear when you're going up against Clemson um but it is interesting after the first week of the season um it it looks like we have the potential for a strength on strength matchup here you have the Clemson run game who put up 411 yards against Georgia Tech which that was an eye that was an eye opener for me I was like wow um And then, uh, yeah, and Texas A and M rush defense. You want to take a a stab as to how many yards on the ground Texas A and M allowed last week against uh, Texas State? Um, I don't know. Eight.
0: Eight. Eight. Actually, I think I did know that. I think I had the.
1: So. So uh, and, and again, we're, we're couching things here because it's okay, yes, it's Texas State. I realize that, and this is Texas State offense that was kind of in disarray um, if you read some of the the postgame comments. Um, so yes, it was Texas State. They held Texas state to eight yards rushing. Um, but it is an interesting matchup when you have a defense that stopped the run game so effectively against even sub- you know um, inferior competition mm-hmm. going up against one of the more prolific run offenses in the country. I like that. A, that's a really intriguing matchup. And, and Texas A&M is confident, so confident that uh, Jared Hawker, a uh, junior offensive lineman, guaranteed an upset on Monday. <sighs> yep. Yeah.
0: That's, and, that's, that's, and, no, and 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 now, it, now you,
1: and now you know why I'm going to take Clemson in this game because that's there's, a, there's a, a terrible thing, idea. Exactly. He's an unknown offensive lineman and he spouted off to reporters that, that that he liked being the underdog and that there was going to be an upset this weekend. And it's just like, kid, <laughs> you might you might believe that and you might say that in the locker room, but don't tell that to the media. Like <laughs> he just became bulletin board material and just gave Clemson the added gumption that it needed in this game this weekend now okay so the Texas a and defense did play well they had four interceptions last week even with those questions in the secondary so that was yep. a good that was a good showing um they look solid on both offense and defense but again Texas State is not Clemson um mm-hmm. you know, Clemson went up against the Georgia Tech team, which remarkably no longer runs the option. That's going to take a while to get used to. Paul Johnson no longer at GT. They are now running a, a more traditional offense. And does, I, not,
0: does not compute. Does not compute. Exactly. No.
1: Yeah. I mean, how long has Georgia Tech run the, off, or run the option? It's been forever. Um, Travis Etienne rushed for 205. That's a career high for him. Three touchdowns, including a 90-yarder. Um, Trevor Lawrence was eh, okay, I guess um his numbers were not spectacular 13 and 23 for 168 he threw two picks in the first half and he only threw four all of last season so so Trevor Lawrence off to a slow start you got to think that's going to give the Texas A&M defense a little bit of um, ammo heading into this heading into this game but sure. the Clemson defense also forced four turnovers we know that Clemson defense is really really good and Dabo admitted that his team played sloppily in the first game um i don't i, it, I I think out of all the games that we're talking about, this one has the potential to be the closest. But I, I, you, you can't give Clemson that kind of momentum into this game. They beat them last year. I think there's too many, there's too many pieces missing from Texas AM and m right now. No, I don't think they can pull off the upset. I think this will be another close game. But Clemson wins by a score. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be the two-point game that we saw last year. I just think Clemson is that much better. Trevor Lawrence only played, a, like – like eight or nine snaps last year in this game mm-hmm. um so and, and he's got a full year under his belt I think he'll shake the rust after the first week um and if nothing else they've got Etienne and I think even I don't know I just feel like that run game is gonna just wear down Clemson definitely has yeah. a line yeah. I, I Clemson's gonna win maybe by seven eight ish one full one full okay. t- score um okay. yeah I, I like the Tigers.
0: Okay. Uh, I, again, uh, this is it's it's hard to uh, you were talking about comparing Ohio State's opponents and UC see opponents uh, from from a week ago and and, and the same thing is true uh, with this one. Um, both teams look good. Both teams didn't. Neither, neither team played anybody. Um, the Aggies' defense looked awesome. In fact, you mentioned uh, gave up uh, eight yards rushing and the four picks. Um, but, but Clemson's offense was terrifying a year ago, I think it fair to say, and it's now, you know, bigger, stronger, more experienced than yeah. it was then. Um, I, I, the, the difference between, uh, having the game at Texas A&M and, and having the game at Clemson, um, I, I, I think is a, is a, is a reality that the Aggies are going to have to, to come to grips with. Um, I, Clemson and and then as we mentioned last week, Clemson's schedule is front loaded. They are aware that this is the rough part. Um, this game, uh, a couple uh, early games against ranked ACC opponents, um, and then you know you don't really look for Clemsoning now. You look for that after September when uh, yeah. when the the, the 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 stiff part of the schedule is done. So for for right now. Uh, I think um, Clemson wins this one fairly easily at home. Might, might be a little bit tight, but uh, I, I think this is, uh, this is something that Tigers won't have too much trouble with. Uh, more Tigers at 7.30 on Saturday. Number six, LSU at number 10, Texas. Uh, the road team is favored by five and a half points. Carla, what do you think?
1: Um, can, we, can we ever stop asking the question, is Texas back? Um, Texas is back, baby! I know, right? I, like, I, how many? I mean, how how many? It, how?
0: Is it, is it? I don't. Which one? I don't know which one. It's
1: horns. So I think it's this. It's yeah, this. I think. I think and
0: it's that. Heavy metal. I don't. I don't. I don't uh, yeah.
1: I yeah. That's. I love you.
0: We're we're doing uh, really poor American Sign Language. If yeah. You're, if you're, I'm sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, for those of you listening on the podcast, yeah, we're trying yeah. to figure out how you make horns. Um, so. <laughs> It's just the, it's the perpetual question in college football. You're in and you're out. And as somebody who used to produce in the Big Twelve, that was just always, you know, first of all, there's there's nothing more ridiculous than than a Texas message board, um, and and second of all, it's it, it, every year. Texas is back, baby. Texas is back. Okay.
0: I have, so, I have that exact phrase in my notes. It's right there. Texas is back, baby.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. And they had a really <sighs> to end the season last year. I mean, they yeah. really did. They surprised all of us, you know? And, yes. And when, I, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I did not have Texas beating Georgia, and then they went in and did that fairly convincingly. Um, of course, that was also one of the better moments of bowl season was mm-hmm. um, the, um, oh, my gosh, Bivo, when Bevo went after Aga. Um, uh,
0: sort of the impression this did foreshadowing the whole thing right,
1: there. right yeah which we didn't know at the moment but no, that was no. the thing um so texas had a good week last week um again played nobody in particular um it, it's, it's i don't in fact i didn't even write down who they played so i don't even remember um you look at their you look at their um numbers between these two teams after week one and they look almost identical when you look at offensive numbers between texas and lsu there's one, one, one really big glaring difference, and that's in yards allowed on defense. Texas gave up 413 yards to I think Louisiana Tech. Is that who they were playing? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gave up 413 yards to Louisiana Tech. LSU gave up 98. Yes. That's a big difference. And I think it's going to be a huge difference in this game. And we have another one of those situations where we have the underdog claiming that it's back, going out and having T-shirts printed that the team wore in practice on Monday. And it's just like, okay, guys, really? Like, (laughs) okay, go beat LSU and then get the T-shirts printed. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Wait, just wait. One more week.
1: Just one more. week. one more more week. you know, and Texas is going into this game. I mean, okay, yeah, Sam Ellinger had had a had a decent, you know, had a good game um, against Louisiana Tech, um, but he took a couple big hits. That offensive line did an, an okay job of protecting him, but again, this is a Louisiana Tech, you know, defensive front, not an LSU defensive front. I don't know if you've looked at the sizes of, of LSU's defensive front; it's kind of scary. Okay, um, but, you know, the, what you were saying about UC and, and Ohio State is is a hundred percent true in this game as yes. well. Um, and, and they just went down, Texas went down another running back, not true, it wasn't the starter, but they just lost one of their backup running backs. He's out for a few weeks, um, with an injury. So they're, they're starting to be depleted at, at, at running back. Ellinger still needs a little bit better protection. And we have another one of these things. We talked about this with Oklahoma last week. Um, we have a big 12 team that. It can score a ton of points, but it can't stop anybody on defense, and that's going to be a problem when you have a a defense that is still very questionable going up against an LSU team that just installed the spread offense with tempo. What? Yes. What? An SEC team, LSU, who ground and pound the football, running the spread offense with tempo.
0: We, I mean, we used to when when Alabama played LSU, we used to joke about um, you know the over under being ten. Right. So yeah, and, so this is this is a this is a significant change.
1: And Joe Burrow put up five touchdowns in the first half and spent the second half on the bench because he was done for the day. I mean, like, where does this come from? You know, it, it, it's just really fascinating that that this is really working at LSU. And we we talked about this last year when when Burrow transferred down there. Mm-hmm. Um, about whether or not th- this style of quarterback play was going to work in an LSU offense, and we were skeptical at first, and then we saw him in the offense and went, okay, hold on, wait a second, maybe this is going to work. <laughs> um, and, and it worked to a T this past weekend. Um, defense looked great and should improve. Michael Divinity Jr. didn't play last week for, for um, discipline reasons. He's a standout linebacker. They're getting him back. LSU wins this game. And makes a statement about it that's that's just what my gut is telling me on this I mm-hmm. I love this LSU offense Texas can't stop them I don't think Texas can outscore them because of how good the LSU defense is
0: Right.
1: LSU makes a statement in this game
0: I'm, I'm kind of feeling the same way um uh, I mean to to, to to recap some of the points you made uh, my I'm gonna call them my Bayou burrows for for the yes. rest of the season because I, I like that as um as a as a, a closet LSU fan um both because of Joe Burrows being there and because of the uh, Browns receivers core um yeah. i I've got, i have got to have this connection with LSU this year that, I, that i'm 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 going to i'm going to appreciate um but spread offense against Georgia Southern looked spectacular. Burroughs, five TDs in the first half. You mentioned that already. A more specific number about the, um, the, the Longhorns defense that you, that you didn't drill down to. I'm glad, and I'm glad you, you gave me this, this one little thing here that I could get, I get, get to. <laughs> um, that number is 340. Um, and that was the, the, the passing yardage that Texas gave up to Louisiana Tech. So if we can get more specific, spread offense for LSU, a uh, good quarterback who can run it and 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 threw five touchdown passes in the season opener, versus a defense that gave up 340 passing yards to Louisiana Tech. This does not bode well. Texas is back baby it does Mm. not Mm -hmm. um and and I think I think the scenario you mentioned is is really really possible um a a solid passing offense um against a defense that is is not ready to deal with this um I think Texas is going to get smoked like a big old Texas brisket um (laughs) and and uh and, and I I I, it it actually it could be an ugly thing it could be an ugly thing in austin um but uh lsu wins this pretty handily um we each had one additional game that we were we were kind of curious about um you guys uh, who are watching may may guess from my uh my my ou stuff what game i'm going to talk about uh but carla you are you are looking at it on the west coast right
1: yeah, I was looking um some more Pac-Twelve After Dark, because that was so much fun last weekend. Um let's do that. Let's, you know, lather, rinse, repeat. Let's do that again. Um and this game, this is the un- if if we we're gonna like name this as like a bowl game, I would call this the unfortunate bowl. Um <laughs> who
0: because would sponsor, who would sponsor the unfortunate bowl? Who would
1: sponsor bowl? the unfortunate bowl? Let me think about that. I'll okay. go through I'll okay. go through the game and then I'll see. It's okay. Stanford at USC, Tree against Trojan. Um of course I'm going to say, go ahead and say that I think the Stanford postulate is going to come into play again this year, because I mean, we picked it, we picked Northwestern to win. We both did. And then of course, Stanford comes out and wins that game. But here's the challenge here is that, um, you know we talked about northwestern losing its quarterback and then its backup quarterback and it was just kind of in a running back and it was just kind of a messy day for northwestern it wasn't much better for stanford kj costello went out um with a, an apparent concussion and and some other injuries and he's still questionable um D- david shaw said that, th- that they would know um they would make a, a decision well before game time, so everybody would know if KJ was going to play this week or not. If not, uh, Davis Mills, who came in and and up against Northwestern, um, would would take the the play calling duties. Um, he was adequate mm-hmm. against Northwestern. I mean, fifty mm-hmm. percent completion percentage, like not not impressive, but he did enough uh, against a depleted Northwestern team. Here's the sad thing about this game. USC is sitting in the exact same boat. JT Daniels lost for the year with a torn ACL. Um, And so USC is going to start a true freshman quarterback. Um, Kadan Slovis will start in this game. Um, So I'm calling this the unfortunate bowl because, you know, KJ Costello versus JT Daniels would have been a heck of a matchup that it would have been worth staying up for. Um, this could be a slog fest out, and this is not. I this could be weird, but for completely different reasons than what we're used to. Things being weird when the Pac-12 after dark. Um, mm-hmm. This this could look. This could be a very low scoring affair, grinded out, um, maybe weird turnovers and that kind of thing. Um, okay. I'm not even sure who wins. I, I, maybe Stanford wins this game. I don't know. Um, Stanford postulate means that USC probably should win this game, so Stanford will. Um, and. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm hoping I can stay awake to watch a little bit of this game, um, but that's a long day because we just rattled off. That's the nice thing about the games we picked. Yeah. No, no thumb, no thumb flipping this week. Um, they're all in, in consecutive order. Just park your, park you're your rear end in, in front of the TV and just watch them straight through. You're um, yeah. Tree. Sure. It's gonna be a slugfest. I kind of. I
0: would. I would. Yeah. I, I. I think I would go with Stanford in that one. Um. Uh, it just. Uh, uh, they the they actually Stanford's defense did play well uh, against Northwestern uh yeah. and, and SC just feels like it's a mess. I I, I don't yeah. and, and 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 even bigger mess now that they they have the 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 kids starting at quarterback so we'll see. Um uh you may have noticed I've uh, foregone my usual scarlet and gray attire uh for something greener um and that is on, on, on account of we're going to see our our High University Bobcats uh, play a game against Pitt. The kickoff for this game is at eleven o'clock in the morning. It's like, uh, <laughs>
1: welcome to Central Time. Oh
0: uh, well, it's and and it's the ACC network, and I, people, I just God, you don't know what you're doing here. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, my my own newspaper that I I work for, um, began its previews of this week's game by pointing out um, uh, Mark Whipple who is Pitt's new offensive coordinator, um, who had been the head coach at UMass the last two seasons. His offenses have put up 50 and 42 points, respectively, in the last two seasons against against Ohio University. Um, What the story does not say, though, is that both of those games were wins for the Bobcats um so i mean they, they were and they they were they were it's, it is ridiculous as it sounds there i mean the over under i don't know what the over unders were for their game but um you know the totals were uh disc- point totals were in the 90s for for both now i i'm i'm assuming that uh Pitt's defense is going to be a bit better than than UMass's. so okay um that's i will i will I, I will grant you that um but the thing that's really interesting about this is that Pitt's game next weekend is Penn State, um, and, and actually, if I remember correctly, the last Penn State Pitt Penn State game for the foreseeable future, right? Um, because there's there's not another one scheduled after we uh, finish this uh, the, this short home and home and home and home, um, and I, I, this feels like a total trap game for Pitt. Lost to Virginia. Easy max School. I mean, come on! Uh, really, really, really. Our biggest non-conference game that we're going to have for several years is next week, and I'll tell you right now, I'm going to write this down, boys and girls. The, the Bobcats are going to go into the Mustard Bowl and beat the Pit Panthers on Saturday. So um, take that to the bank, um, and As- and uh, yes.
1: I was going to say, as somebody who is, has both an affinity for Maction
0: cool.
1: and strongly dislikes Pitt, yes. I am firmly on your bandwagon this weekend. You were on my bandwagon last weekend for okay. my Blue Raiders. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I am firmly on your bandwagon this weekend for for Sorry. for the Bobcats.
0: Uh, Bleed Green is the hashtag.
1: Bleed Green? Bleed Green, Bleed Green
0: Got it. is the hashtag. Writing that down. All right, guys, you can find The Carlin Crappy Show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and now on Spotify. Woo! uh as well as a variety of other podcasting services you can also watch us babble and see my glorious Ohio University Maxion shirt uh if you uh find us on YouTube and our Facebook page if you dig the show please rate and review if you don't um mind your own damn business and as always come back next week to find out exactly how wrong we were Carla (laughs) any final thoughts
1: um it's uh, finally, I feel like we, we finally have a couple of, of, of really good games here um, this weekend that yes. I'm really looking forward to. It's going to be a challenge because we're starting the moving process this weekend. So so I, I don't know. And that's the worst part. Like, Pitt Penn State's next weekend and, like, we move next weekend. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll figure it out. You know, that's, that's, my, that's been my motto for this entire semester with my students and everything. Is just, that, yeah. you know what? We'll figure it out. I don't know how it's going to work. We're sure. going to figure it out. It's gonna College be football, going to figure it out. All shall be well. And um, yeah, enjoy the football this weekend. There's going to be some stellar games.
0: Okay, uh, this is a uh, next week's show. I, I expect is when uh, Carla will be facetiming from the you know like a McDonald's drive thru or something. Um <laughs> yes. And it, it you know you know for uh, five minutes we're going to like we like this you like these guys yes good There we go. I'm That's just going to be- send
1: you pictures. I'm just going to like write my my notes and take pictures <laughs> of them and send them to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll just read stuff. That'll be, that'll be fine. <laughs> That's us play of Wyoming, It'll be the man.
1: crappy and crappy show for one week.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, guys, thank you very much for, uh, for watching and or listening. We hope you enjoy week two of the college football season. And uh, we will see you back here next week. Carla, cheers. Cheers. And uh, good luck moving. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>